Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig Welcome and Jeff. everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, we're continuing with the top five list this offseason. This time, we're going with our top five undervalued players that we see right now. If you look at like any of the rankings that are out there, Fantasy Pros, ESPN has some. Kind of just taking a look at who we think is, I guess, undervalued at this point in the season. Trying not to go as deep as we did with sleepers and stuff like that, but there's still there's some good names here. I think there's some some value to be had throughout. So I think we just jump into this thing, Jeff. We'll go our top five. We'll start, we'll go five to one. And how about you start us off here? What do you have number five this week? At number five, um, yeah, this one might be a little bit of a stretch for me. That's why I put him at number five. But I actually went with uh, Devin Singletary. So the running back for Buffalo, um, from what I saw, right, you have to kind of pick and choose which uh, <laughs> which one of these lists you're going to be looking at. And we're only looking at people that were pretty much in the top 30. So starting uh, ability. And right now he's ranking around 20th. Um, I, I don't think this one is a giant jump, but looking at the uh, running back situation, I think he's a clear-cut number one there. I think he has a ton of upside. That offense is obviously um, kind of geared towards the run, whether it be the QB or, or running back. Um, so I, I like him as uh, edging his way closer to the top 10, even though I don't think, you know, just because he hasn't played that much, people won't draft him that way. So I like him to be a little undervalued and um, stay that way because I don't think he's going to rise too much. Yeah, I don't think he'll rise much from this. And shoot, I'd love to see him up closer to top 10. I'm a big Singletary fan for next year. I He didn't make my list, but he, I, I did actually look at the name. And I'm like, ah, you know, I think he could be higher than this. But I, I yeah, 19, I don't think he's going to go higher than this. Anything, I think he could go lower, possibly. Yeah, oh, no, without a doubt. I, I really – I do like getting him this year and that's one of the reasons so uh and also i like to pick guys i want to talk about and i I really do (laughs) like singletary so yeah i do too and yeah he's okay i'll go with mine mine's actually right now in fantasy pros one spot below singletary and this is the weird thing because i don't know how sold i am on it but i'm going levy on bell only because he's the 20th ranked running back right now and i'm not sure if he fell off that much i don't know if he fell off to that kind of level the problem is it's this this team and what are they going to be you know, and or is that are they going to cut him even? Who knows? Probably not, but maybe you never know. And that's the thing. Like, if he is on the team, can he really? He's still Le'Veon Bell. He can't be this bad, right? I don't know. I'm. This is where I'm just like I. I I'm. I'm not sure. I'm hope. My personal opinion. I hope they trade him, get him to a team, trade him, release him, get him to a team that actually'll use him, because there's no way he's. Should be, I mean, there's no way he should be ranked below like Kenyon Drake and Devin Singletary, even honestly. He's still Le'Veon Bell. He should be better than this. And they didn't use him that way. Maybe Darnold takes a step up. Who knows? But Bell, I just feel like he's, that's why he's number five, though, because I'm not 100% just sold on him in the situations, all these factors, but I still feel like there's value here. At the 20th running back, I feel like this isn't a bad spot to get him. No, I I actually doubled down a little more on that. I actually had him number three. Okay, yeah. So I, I agree with you. I saw him as high as fifteen, and and but more you're you're looking at about twentieth. Um, and the thing is, they did use him. He stayed healthy. He took two thousand eighteen off, right? So 
in at least the good thing about that and uh that you know his body got back to where it should have been he took 245 carries uh and he looked healthy doing it even though his yards per average was bad even though he couldn't get in the end zone um and i think the majority of that has to do with the team and I would like to point out I'm also the guy that was really low on him last year. I thought he was going to be the biggest bust. And I'm kind of I'm turning my tune now because finally you're getting him at a place that I think is obviously reasonable. And I think that a year under his belt with this offense, hopefully they address that offensive line. I really think they will do something, at least get one one guy at least um, in the offseason to protect Arnold and to help this run game. I think his yards per average goes up, even if it doesn't even hit four. I mean, and um, and the fact that he only got in the end zone four times this year, three rushing and one receiving, those numbers, I, I can't imagine being worse than that. <laughs> I mean, if, they do, if they go worse, then we're in real trouble. But even with saying all that, I mean, last year he was still the 21st running back in standard, playing 14 games. Um, you know, just by the sheer volume and him staying healthy on a bad team, if he gets back to anything that he he used to look like, even if it's not the numbers, but just getting back to that four yards a clip mark, um, he's gonna be you know vying for that you know that that kind of tenth spot. So I do think that he's under undervalued here, and he he's just too good. Even on a bad bad team, um, he was still twenty first, which is obviously very usable. I just didn't want to use a top you know ten pick on him. <laughs> No, yeah, exactly. I, that's why I like getting him where he's at right now. I think it's perfect. So, I mean, yeah, if he was ranked higher, I wouldn't be on board with this, but it's a good spot for him. All right, let's see here. So we've done our number fives and your number three. So I'll go to my number four. So I went with a running back as well. Um, this is uh, another player that hopefully needs to stay healthy to be here. And I'm, I went with on Johnson. He's at 22 ranked right now, but I think you're getting – a good running back at this spot, but he's had injury concerns, but that's why, that's why these players become, you know, undervalued. That's why they're lower in the ranks. Pretty much my entire list is going to probably, you can almost look at it either. Almost all of them are going to have like an injury concern in the past. That might be why they're down here, but carry on. I, I still believe in it. I think he's shown enough where he can be a good player. If he can stay healthy, that, I mean, I think the lions are going to be okay this year. I really do. I don't, Maybe that's just me drinking the Lions Kool-Aid right now already. I do it every offseason, every time it happens. It's hard <laughs> to be a Lions fan. And during the season, it's the worst thing. But in every offseason, you kind of think, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe this is the time they can do something. And I think Carrion can be the player. And Again, he has to stay healthy, though. If he's healthy and he plays a full season, he will, he will be much better than this 22 rank that he's currently on Fantasy Pros. It's simple as that. He just needs to stay healthy. And I think he's going to be up there and they'll use him and – yeah, I think Kerryon Johnson, my number four. All right, yeah, man. I, I think that analysis is pretty pretty solid. <laughs> if, he, if he stays healthy, I think he'll be pretty decent. Um, my number four, I went over to the wide receiver realm this time around, and um, it's a guy that I really don't talk about a whole lot. Um, I think he's a talented guy, but I don't think um, you know he's not the number one on his team. But Kelvin Ridley um, in Atlanta. You know, obviously you still have Julio there, but he is aging. Not saying he's going to fall off. I'm not saying that at all. So don't get freaked out. But Kelvin Ridley is always a guy that is surprisingly productive, even though he doesn't really get talked about a whole lot. He has a knack for getting in the end zone. And right now he was ranked near the, you know, near like wide receiver 30. I think I saw him at 27. Um, I mean, 
you look at his last two years, I mean, he was positionally, so in wide receiver ranking, he was 18th, and then he was 23rd last year, even though he missed three games. So I think people are sleeping on him because maybe he's not the flashiest player, maybe he's not the number one, you know, maybe you worry about an aging Matt Ryan, whatever it may be, he always puts up decent numbers, and last year, missing three games, he still beats this, you know, this prediction, and he's a very young wide receiver still. So, Kelvin Ridley. So, yeah, Ridley... Um... If you look, just look at his first two seasons, that's a really good first two seasons for a wide receiver. You know, again, we get spoiled sometimes with some of these guys that would come in and put up just massive numbers right away. But this right here in the normal, you know, scheme of things is a very good first two years in the league. 64 catches, 63 catches, over 800 yards both times, and 17 total touchdowns. That's really good first two seasons. And I, yeah, this is one of those guys I think could make that leap all of a sudden. And he has it in him, and all of a sudden, you know, he just might make that leap, and we will be like, some point in the season, we could be like, yeah, why, why weren't we thinking Calvin Ridley? He didn't make my list today, but he was definitely ones that when I looked at, and he would have been probably he would have been in my top ten. I think he really could take a jump up, and it's not going to say Julio is going to take a step down, but you also never know when that's going to happen with those receivers like that. It's happened to. It pretty much happens to any of those big time receivers that all of a sudden like they just like hit up hit a spot and they they fall off a bit and Julio's thirty one now. It could happen at any time. Right. You know? It could happen. I mean it happened to it really kinda started to happen to Calvin before he retired. That last year he wasn't as great. Andre Johnson it happened to Andre Johnson. It's happened to happens to pretty yeah. much all of them. Yeah, and bigger wide receivers get yep. hit a lot, and we don't really, you know, I mean like it doesn't look like it, but obviously guys are bouncing off of them, but it still takes its toll. So if you just been the basis onto some ranks here, who would you rather have, Calvin Ridley as the twenty second or DJ Moore as the tenth ranked wide receiver? Oh, no, no, I would rather have Calvin. Right? I mean, I like DJ Moore, but DJ uh, yeah, Moore he's Nothing up the tenth. But the value, if you look at this kind of, of course, you you want Calvin Ridley as a you know twenty second as your wide receiver two, even maybe three, rather than DJ Moore as your one. You know, that's a. Yeah, I mean, that's weird. And nothing against DJ Moore, but I don't want him as my one period. Like, yeah. even if, even if, I think it's, honestly, I think that Kelvin Ridley is good enough where if you're comparing the two, I think you could make a legitimate claim getting them at the same spot. Right. That yeah. you could make, if you said Kelvin Ridley, I wouldn't think you're crazy. You know what I mean? I think that maybe DJ Moore is a spot or two ahead well, of him. Well, maybe we have a candidate for overvalued next week. Yeah, and, but that's weird. I love DJ Moore, though. That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> so, But I think I, I kind of am throwing, <laughs> throwing it back well, at this rank, and it bothers me because I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not going to get him. So, yeah, yeah. 10th is, I just, I mean, it's early, but I think 10th is way too high. Yep. I kind of agree there. Sorry. Right. So, Calvin Ridley is your number four. My number four. Carrion is my number four. Your number three is Le'Veon Bell. So, I'll go my number three, staying in wide receivers. I'm going with the injury theme here. And I want A.J. Green. He's 28th right now in the ranks. And I guess this is the thing. We don't know what he's going to be. It. We don't have a clue. But... If they get Joe, I mean, like A.J. Green's 31, too. He'll be 32 when this season starts. Man, I feel, oh, A.J. Green's going to be a 32-year-old receiver. I mean, when did that happen? I uh, know. That's crazy. Man, when? Yeah, seriously, that, I can't. I don't know when that happened. But I think A.J. Green has something left in him. Like, you know, Joe Burrow there, I think there's going to be some kind of, he'll be, he'll be good. He should be good. And at 28, that's that's down there. That's down there quite a bit. 
and I think you're getting really good value at that. I'll take a chance on AJ Green as my third if you know he's healthy in the preseason. I'll take that chance because after AJ Green, the list of players aren't. I'm not as I'm not as sure of. I'll say that he. I'm, I mean, I guess you're not sure of him, but he has big time potential yet. If he still has something left in him, and he might have a year left, might have two. Who knows? But I think there's something still there with AJ Green. So he yeah. made my list at number three. I mean, he was injured, but we just got a ton and. I mean, they're both big wide receivers. Julio is one of the all-time greats in my mind. But, I mean, AJ wasn't that far off, right, before the injury. I mean, he's been putting up numbers after numbers. And we're talking about Julio still having some left in the tank at 31. Uh, (laughs) I think they do. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah, they still do. They're still not quite there. But, I mean, but then again, if you told me that AJ Green was just done, he comes out next year and it's just over after the year of injury, maybe it is. Yeah, not sh- I mean, I guess it wouldn't be shocking. It but wouldn't be shocking, but I'm not there yet. I think no, he has something either. left in him. And I like the fact that they didn't rush him back last year, having that awful year. There was nothing yeah. to play for. So, good you know, get healthy. Maybe you extend his career by an extra season of, of good production. Yep, it was, yeah, they, did, they had no use for him last year. Good thing they didn't do that. So, all right, that's my number three. So, here we go. We got our top two left. Who do you have at number two? Number two, and and these two, they're both wide receivers, and I kind of juggled between which one I should have number one. Um, and I ended up, as my number two, I put Cooper Cup. I'm I'm kind of just shocked at this one. I don't know I don't know why he dropped in a lot of these rankings, but I looked at a couple of them, and he was ranked at 23rd and 22nd. I, I realized that their offense was, you know, got pretty stale there at the end, but he he didn't regress. I mean, he was very, very good. He finished as the fourth wide receiver overall. And right now you're, you're ranking him as the 23rd or 22nd, like mid twenties. Um, I just don't, I don't, I don't get the, the, I just don't understand that. Um, I like him. He has a, a knack for the end zone as well. I mean, you know, five touchdowns, six in only eight games and then 10 last year when they were kind of sputtering and, you know, so uh, and they targeted him 134 times. I, I don't know. I, I can't wrap my head around why in the world he'd be in the 20s. Um, I mean, if you want to downgrade him and he's somewhere in that that teen range, but if you can get him as your wide receiver too, uh, that is phenomenal for me. So I think he is being very undervalued. And maybe, maybe it's because he he started the year so strong and then he had that stretch where he didn't do anything, I guess. I mean, I, didn't, I, do, didn't do anything. He sure. had touchdowns, though. He had touchdowns in each of the last five games. Sure, and he didn't, but the whole offense kind of slowed yeah. down. So unless you really think that they've t- completely figured out McVay and that offense w- won't even get off the ground at all next year, but I, I still think this one is um, just a wild overcorrection, especially when, I mean, is anyone going to be up there? You know, is obviously people are kind of down on Cooks. People are down on Woods. Um, they don't really have a, a, you know, I mean, the tight end was starting to be an up and comer. You still have Gurley there. So I, I just feel like this is a crazy overcorrection for a, you know, bad last five games or so. Because that's all it was, right? It, it, it's, it wasn't in, I'm telling you, they had those touchdowns. Um, it's, it is kind of weird, actually. Okay, I pulled up Fantasy Pros, and he's currently 19th right now. So he was ranked higher last year in the preseason, basically. Coming off an ACL injury, right? right. Yeah. He, so he comes off an ACL injury, puts up what ninety four catches for eleven hundred yards and ten touchdowns off of an ACL injury that happened late in twenty eighteen. So it, it wasn't even a full year before the season started, and he's that far down, right? And he and what you said right there, nineteenth. That is the best I saw his ranking. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, which and, is I just mind blowing to me. I don't get it. And in standard scoring, he finished seventh or something this year or eighth, like, fourth. I thought four. Is it fourth? Or am I? Am no, I you, you, right. you might be right. I think you're right. I just pulled up a day. Yeah, he's up there. Or is it? Oh, okay. Maybe he is seventh. I don't know. After maybe it was after week seventeen, he was fourth. But yeah, okay. So yeah, I think in, after, he was after in the week top 16, ten either way. Yeah. After week sixteen, he was seventh. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. But still, it is weird. I didn't. He didn't make my list, but I. I'm as I'm going through this, I feel like he should have. Yeah. I maybe I'm good. If you listen to the show over the last few years, you guys know. But we have this, I have this weird Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup bias. I don't know what it is against him. And <laughs> it's been this weird thing. It's not like I dislike him for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's been weird. We did turn around on that last year. The funny thing is, we turned around on it the second he became not as good. But uh, <laughs> but when you look at the overall year and the overall stats and where he finished, why is he ranked nineteenth? It does not make sense, no. right? It and you look, he you should look not the, be behind Devonte Parker. No, there's no way. And and the ever loving Jesus. Um, the, and you look at it too. The year before that, when he went down with that ACL injury, right? I mean, he he went through eight weeks and was on an absolute tear. And then you come back and you put together another year where you're in the top ten. Like imagine, you know, with these, they always think that the year after they'll actually be better. Uh, you know, right? It's kind of yeah. one of those, like you get one year of rehab, kind of like one year under your belt and you, I, I don't know. I, this one yeah, is, he might not have even been, he might not have been a hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, you know, golf and, and the whole thing. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I saw him and I was like, I, maybe I'm missing something. That's the no, only I thing think I could think. I should have put him on my list. I really think I, I think he should be there. I think this is a good one. So eh, I like Cooper Cup number two. All right. So my number two, I went with a wide receiver as well. Another guy who's way down the list. I mean, again, it's because the season wasn't, it wasn't like, wasn't anything. It was not good, but there was definitely is it's, it's injury. It was injury and he only played 10 games. And I put Adam Thielen number two for me. And, you know, look at the numbers. They weren't good. He played 10 games and 30 catches, 418 yards, six touchdowns. And so, yeah, none of that looks good, but, he was still, you know, pre- he was pretty good for the beginning of the season there. He wasn't great, but he was, you know, right before his injury, he had like seven for 130 and two touchdowns. He had six for 57 and a touchdown. And then came the injury in the game against Detroit, I believe, right after he caught a touchdown pass right away early on, one for 25, a touchdown. So it's like he was just starting to come on there a little bit. And even in the games at the beginning of the year weren't great, but he had two touchdowns in the first four. I think he was coming on there, and then he gets – he gets hurt. He comes back after only one week off, and he gets hurt right away. And then he only comes back for the last like two games there and does nothing. So kind of a lost season. I think he was just starting to turn it on there. And so Adam Thielen being 26th, I believe, on Fantasy Pros right now. I think that's way too low for him. I think there's. I think he's going to be fine. Overall, the funny thing is that offense, I think, was getting better and was finally figuring it out. And he, but, you know, I think it'll keep going this year. So Adam Thielen... I think he's. I think he should be higher than than where he's at right now. I really like that pick. I did not put him on there, but I think that was my missed opportunity. I, yeah, there's our. There's the same thing. Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, they both should be higher. We both should have put the other one on yeah, the list. Too, I right? really like that one. That's a good pick. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just way too low. It's just uh, his numbers just look bad. Were really bad in the injury. I mean, he was just I think starting to come on there, and he's he's good. He's a good player, and I think that offense is going to be good. So. I think there we go. All right, number one. I so you have a receiver. You said so. We do not have the same player here. So no. Okay, and I know that I will get crap for this one immediately. I know this. Uh, 
I am, it's a little bit of a chip on my shoulder because he was really high for me last year and I will blame injury, but not because it happened to him necessarily, even <laughs> though he did miss four games, but uh, it happened to his QB and I'm going with Juju. I still believe in the guy, still believe in his talent. I think he is far too good for what happened to him last year. The perfect storm of just crap. You got landed on him with like a dysfunctional team and, you know, just a lethargic offense after Roethlisberger goes down and then your second quarterback goes down. Um, and then you, you know, obviously you have a good uh, defense, so you guys can rely on that. Uh, they, I mean, he was the only one they had a guard on that entire team. So he only got in the end zone three times. Uh, they just could not get him the ball. I think Roethlisberger back. I think they can get this whole offense back on track. And I think he will shoot upwards. I mean, right now you see him going as high as like 25th. Um, I don't know what he is on fantasy pros, but I mean, so I, I know that I think that's just, that's far too much. And I totally understand if people want to put him in the teens because of how terrible last year was, I understand the fear, but I still think that is as long as Roethlisberger is healthy, I almost feel like this is the carry on Johnson version of yours, because as long as they have the healthy starting quarterback, his numbers will return in a significant way. I have no, no doubt in my mind about it. So um, Juju has got to be number one for me and it is a little bit of a sticking point because I'm still angry <laughs> I didn't get to see what he could do as the number one wide receiver last year so you go in with a guy you're just you're, you're banking on him again I, I I like Juju I just didn't make my list so um, I do think he's undervalued though but so you're going with a guy who you're going to stick with from last year no one else is going to be on board and I'm oh. doing kind of the same thing. I feel like, <laughs> yes. Join in a me. way, I'm I'm um, a guy I've been hyping, and injuries. This is to him that have hurt him, but I still believe in the talent. And not Guys. everyone's on board, and it's Darius Guys. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna have like he's gonna do the uh, he's like Newton or something like uh, he's gonna have the Superman thing. And I feel like every time Man. you announce him, he just like. <laughs> Is flexing that <laughs> Superman thing, like eventually, like the injured, right. injured Superman. It's gonna happen. Um, I people, you know, they just they just brought back Adrian Peterson for the year, so obviously they're not sold. The Redskins aren't sold on it. Um, but you know, it's a new coaching staff, new training staff, even new training staff. I, that there we go. That's why he's gonna get healthy. If and, you pull out stats about the guy, the training staff, and how many years they have under their belt or something, I would, I he's would coming, just be like, he, he's, you he's win. coming over from the Panthers. I do know that. And he, uh, well, I get, don't know about that. Cam Newton just missing the entire. That's true. <laughs> they got rid of their. They fired their their longtime um, head trainer. He'd been with the team for seventeen years. I don't think that. I don't know if that's good. You don't. You know, he, he's stuck in his old ways, right? And, there we go. <laughs> you know, new there's been, I mean, there's been. Um, with the Redskins and their training staff, I'll be honest. There's been there's been some um, interesting issues over the years, and then like I don't know what happened with Trent Williams. There, oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, know, that's, that's a big one. I mean, that, he that just, whole thing, you know, who knows? He just what refused that was. to play because he yeah. thought they they uh, didn't um, treat him or diagnose him correctly, and yeah. he, he thought that his injuries were because of that. So it, that's very very true. I mean, they have had a you know, and that was very public too. <laughs> yep. And then, like, I'm reading an article about one with uh, Colt McCoy's broken leg, it said, which took 10 months to heal instead of just the one to two months it should have. So, you know. <laughs> Were they yeah. re-breaking it for I don't, I don't, 10 months to heal from a broken leg? Like, what's that? <laughs> so, you know, maybe that's part of it. Maybe this new training staff can figure something out. Because his last injury last year, I mean, both injuries last year, they were more minor than 
pre obviously the ACL was the big deal. That's that's a fluke thing. This past year, what I don't know what was it. Maybe it's coming back from the ACL. And you know there is complications with that. Like we said, Cooper Cup actually played really well coming off an ACL. Sometimes they do, like Peterson did years ago. Sometimes they're what? Remember Jamal Charles? He like never came. He never became right after his ACL, or after like his second ACL. His first one, he was fine. Um, guys, I think I just believe the guy is talented, and we've seen it last year. We really did in those games where he actually played. He looked really good. So, I mean, if he gets hurt again, obviously this guy is injury prone, and there's nothing he can do about it. And it doesn't matter how talented he is, it won't do anything. But, I mean, he had 42 carries for 245 yards. That's 5.8 yards per carry and his little bit of work there. He was he looked good. So I'm going to go – I'm going all in on Darius Geis for 2020 again. And right now he's ranked late 20s in most ranks I see. Um, and Fantasy Pros, he's 27th right now in the consensus ranks. So I think he's below Kareem Hunt. Who's, who's a second running back? He's below David Montgomery, who I don't believe in. So he's below James Conner, who I honestly don't. I don't believe in James Conner either. So I like uh, Darius Geis, and he's my number one. So there we go. We're going all in on a couple yeah. guys there. We uh, we <laughs> we kept the number one spot open for our our true and <laughs> true to our heart players. Yep. I think Geis is going to make a lot of lists for me this year. This is his second list he's made, I believe now. So. You know, you'll well. <laughs> that's gonna be one heck of a team to watch too, because I mean, I brought up Bryce Love being one of my sleepers, even though he's right. not even on the freaking radar. <laughs> uh, I, someone has to come out of that, and um, man, yep. someone's got to be worthwhile. Maybe it'll be AP again. <laughs> Who knows? Guy's still going. But all right, that will do it for this week. And then we'll be back next week. We'll do top five overvalued players. Which, looking through these lists, I already know of a couple. No problem. It's uh. I'll just throw out a name already. He's going to be on my list next week, Devontae Parker. So that's going to be easy. He's way too high of ranked. He shouldn't be ahead of Juju. He shouldn't be ahead of Diggs. He shouldn't be ahead of Cup. It's just ridiculous. So there you go. There's a, there's a preview for next week. <laughs> we'll see where he lands on the list. How about that? But all right, that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys next week.